Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Crawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our little feelings about those characters, and then make them fight for our amusement and yours. I'm your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw, with me as always is Ken Knapsack and a return appearance <laughs> of whiskey. I almost didn't get to swallow that drink in time <laughs> to say hello. Yes, we're back. Got some bullet bourbon pouring here. Um, Going to be back where databank brawl originated late in a Monday evening. <laughs> That's really the heart and soul of databank brawl. It's a, it's a late Monday kind of thing. <laughs> almost cool, but not really. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, and uh, speaking of things that are cool, yeah, that was an only okay segue, but I'm yeah, we'll sticking it. with it. Me and my whiskey say good enough. Uh, we want to mention that today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free t- trial at www.audibletrial.com slash four center. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player because this is databank brawl. We're going to recommend something with a lot of fighting. Lords of the Sith. It's what we recommended for the main show as well, so come on, download Lords. Lords of the Sith. There's a ton of fighting in that book. You can download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash forcecenter. Again, audibletrial.com slash forcecenter for your free audiobook. And with that, we can get into some fighting pretty soon here. Yeah, Lords of the Sith was kind of, was kind of its own databank brawl. Because <laughs> at one point, Vader has to fight, like, charging bugs, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, he's watching Palpatine, like, really enjoy cutting <laughs> yeah. legs off of mushroom crabs or yeah. something. It's been a little while since I've listened. Re- read it, but I'll tell you what, it works just like databank brawl. Sometimes <laughs> you're like, how could this possibly work? And that it works. shouldn't work. That shouldn't work. We've got a special episode of databank brawl here. Uh, we reached a goal. We do this every once in a while where we ask for some more reviews and ratings on wow. iTunes. And then in reward, we do a special episode featuring main big players, uh, huge Star Wars characters. So thankful that we got the reviews and your support means a lot. But I said, oh, no, because that usually <laughs> means this is a real big emotional challenge. Some big characters usually have to go down. That is right. I just took my first sip of bullet. Mm, yeah, there you go. Mm, to handle my emotions. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've done a lot of these. We did Obi-Wan uh, versus Boba Fett. Uh, I believe we did Jab the Hutt uh, versus Qui-Gon Jinn. Mm-hmm. I think we did Chewbacca versus General Grievous. We had our great cape battle that was uh, Lando and Krennic. Yes. 
So, man, we have uh, we have a lot to live up to or down to, depending on your opinion of how we handled those episodes. Are you ready for your first combatant? Absolutely, sir. Okay, our first major Star Wars character to enter the arena is Saw Gerrera. Ooh, <laughs> wow. Here's what the StarWars.com databank has to say. A battered veteran of the Clone Wars, as well as the ongoing rebellion against the Empire, Saw Gerrera leads a band of rebel extremists. Saw has lost much in his decades of combat, but occasional flashes of the charismatic and caring man he once was shine through his calloused exterior. Guerrera is bunkered on the ancient world of Jeddah, coordinating a prolonged insurgency against the Imperial occupation. Saw's ailing health has not withered his resolve to fight. Mm. So really uh, some interesting stuff there. Really a, a, a portrait of the character as we meet him in Rogue One. He's been through a lot emotionally, physically, but he's going to keep fighting. He is. Wow. Wow. I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I can. I can. I believe in you. Yeah. Uh, so what is uh, what's uh, extra there on Wikipedia for yeah. Saw? Some stats and stories here. Homeward, of course, Onderon, as he said, died. We know where he died. But hey, databank brawl. We determine new things sometimes or play around with timelines. Uh, species, uh, human male, uh, 1.80 meters tall. 1.8 meters tall. Uh, hair color, well, you know, you got black with an orange stripe, later grain with no orange stripe. Eye color, blue, later green, later brown. A comment <laughs> on the canon of eye colors. Um, uh, <laughs> cyber- These old rainbow eyes, Guerrero. Yeah, yeah. Cybernetic right leg, uh, oxygen respirator, pressurized suit of armor, reinforced lungs. That's how we see him in Rogue One. But when we first meet him, Clone Wars Season 5, he and his sister Stila, well, he is uh, young, vibrant, and quite the fighter. Yeah, he's a lithe, a lithe mm. creature. Uh, yeah, so what what, uh, what else is filling out there? I mean, he's got a lot of stories. He pops up in Rebels. Anything else, uh, you know, sometimes for our obscure characters, it's like they existed. They were in this corner, <laughs> and that's it. What do you want from us? A character like Saw Gerrera is going to have some meat in his story. He is. I mean, gosh, we could go. I mean, uh, Rogue One. It's oh God. It, it, Rogue One uh, was just the beginning in a lot of way for a lot of people because yeah. I think a lot of people didn't see him in Clone Wars who saw Rogue One, right? Um, but you can go through now Rebels and the, and the return to Geonosis and what he was doing on there. He's got that mission. He's got the stuff in Rebel Rising. Yes, the great book. Ooh, oh man! But Beth Revis, uh, great book. And you get these quotes. Of get just, it on Audible. Uh, get it on Audible using your four center. <laughs> uh, there's so many. Uh, so many quotes I'm seeing here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a quote. They're pulling them. I'll start from the top. They're, you want to know who Saw is? Just go to the quotes. I'm not a terrorist. I'm a patriot, and resistance is not terrorism. Uh, he goes on to say, if you have a chance to fight, you take it. That's what we did on my world when the separatists took control. They, were you victorious? Eventually, but we paid a price, a terrible price. But you know that that is uh, worth it to, to Saw. And this one from his sister, his late sister, Stila. He fashions himself as our leader, though no one elected him, which Ooh. is an interesting take on the character, even yeah. from his own sister, who he clearly holds most dear. And probably her deaths probably sent him into a weird headspace. I think so. Yeah, that one quote, those quotes about it was a terrible price, mm-hmm. you know, really drive home that like, well, if I lost this fighting, then no one else has an excuse not 
to fight. Yeah. Like everybody else should. If I'm willing to lose this much for right. the cause, how can other people just look away? Right. Yeah. That's right. very, very fascinating. Uh, so uh, we don't really need a physical description. We know what Saw Gerrera looks right. like. So let's just get right to our feelings. How do you feel about Saw Gerrera? Uh, if you can't tell already, I really do love the character of Saw. And I, in the spirit of great, you know, Star Wars uh, unintentional comedy, I, there's a little bit of Saw and Rogue One that I is fun to poke fun of. Fun, fun at in the sense, not, not poke fun, but just kind of, you know, Stay, keep the dream alive. Say the like all that. The, his voice. Save, choice. Save the dream. Save the dream. Um, Hollywood. What's your dream? Um, <laughs> there's. It's. <laughs> I never thought of him as like a crossover, right? <laughs> Cincinnati. Are you ready to rock? Uh, there's. Uh, point being, I know a lot of people are like, I don't really like that character in the movie. I uh, okay, fair. And a lot of people thought, he, he, why did he die? It was useless to have him die. Carry the character on. And would I have liked to have seen Saw having one final battle on Scarif? Sure. But I loved that this character finally, it was time for him to fight, stop fighting. Yeah. And the others had to pick up the flag finally. And as the character Saw rolls back to where we first meet him, which is uh, the great episodes where Anakin and Ahsoka and Obi-Wan are kind of, teaching terrorist tactics to people to fight the separatists and they feeling conflicted conflicted. about it. Yeah. Some deep stuff. Even then uh, as the character rolls out, especially in rebel rising, uh, I'm intrigued by the character soccer more and more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I think he's such a great example of the, when everything clicks and hums with the Lucasfilm storytelling Mm -hmm. that the character is being developed for rogue one. Like there's a character that George created that really thought this was the character. Yeah. The real symbol of this kind of like, I don't want to fight this way, but it's the only fight I have. So mm-hmm. I have to do it and take all this damage. Um, and they're like, make him Saw Gerrera. Yeah. And then, you know, just all of the kind of weird questions of what, what has gone on with uh, with him and his backstory, with the changing eyes, um, <laughs> <laughs> the changing hairstyle uh, behind the scenes uh, for some reason. Oh, right. That, like, yes. There's a lot of weird changes. But then when you just get into the story of him, how you see him in Rogue One mm. with that just crappy mechanical foot yes. clunk in and just so so wounded emotionally and physically so full of paranoia I think that's my favorite line like, did mm. you come here to kill me uh, and it's just <laughs> I love I genuinely love everything about the character as mm-hmm. like written on the page and everything he symbolizes yeah. uh, and, and I think it makes sense that he passed he believed that Jin was going to pick up the torch yeah this young woman that he had trained and mm. that he felt okay to die and then you map on top of all of that the kind of over the top voice choice yeah I, I, I love that stuff it's one yeah. of the reasons I love Palpatine because he makes sense in a real mm. deep way and also man that voice choice voice choices yeah no it, it, it fits right in I love yeah I love it I yeah. love it it's yeah is it is it yeah it's quotable but that's part of the fun <laughs> of Star Wars yeah there's a reason there's just a whole you know industry of Palpatine voices <laughs> <you know? laughs> and Saw is right up there yeah who and knows could have been sampling his uh, Borgullet himself <laughs> we don't know he's a little loony yeah and I want to know because the, the end of Rebels butts up pretty you know pretty close to the events of Rogue One and A New Hope and he's kind of in one piece when we last leave him yeah so there's still one more piece of the story I want to hear yeah some pieces that he loses and uh, he might lose them today oh. who knows are you ready for your next combatant I am the other combatant is Maul 
Oh, wow. <laughs> we never yeah, have. Huh? Yeah, we never have that I remember. I'm 99% sure. Uh, here is what the Star Wars.com databank has to say. A deadly, agile Sith Lord trained by the evil Darth Sidious. Darth Maul was a formidable warrior and scheming mastermind. He wielded an intimidating double-bladed lightsaber and fought with a menacing ferocity, though he fell in battle against Obi-Wan Kenobi. The Zabrak from Dathomir would prove to be much harder to destroy than originally believed. And I really like mm. that this was written before he fell to Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, mm. so Maul. Maul. Darth Maul. Maul. Darth mm. Maul. Uh, Maul's how's how he's going these days? <laughs> he lost the yes. old Darth title, but uh, you got him pulled up on Wikipedia. I do. I I accidentally clicked on Wikipedia, and I was like, "Where's the normal things?" <laughs> I oh, this is the like the other original, real yeah. version. So you got some, right. stats, so some, we got some stats. We got some stats. Homeworld like you said, Zabrik. Zabrik, I think at one point I was saying Zabrik, but I think Zabrik, I think, is where I've come down. And that's how they say it in the show. So is, I, is it? Yeah, I could. Uh, yeah, I could Zabrik. No, I, I think you're right. But I think. Uh, Zabrak. Zabrak. Is that? I don't know. <laughs> Good I, old Z's. I want to uh, pronounce it as far away from Zach Braff as possible. That's that's true. That's what, what kind of alien is Darth Maul? He's a Zach Braff? He's a Zach Braff. Yeah. There you go. Height, 1.75 meters, and then 1.94 meters. <laughs> That's what happens when you get some cybernetic <laughs> legs. Eye color yellow and red, skin color red. Uh, cybernetics, six-legged apparatus, which was uh, eventually changed to two cybernetic legs. And even that went kind of, uh, kind of a little uh, different. Uh, yeah. He changed out his parts there a little bit. Yeah, he switched up his legs a yeah. lot. But this is my favorite part here, the, the clans and the affiliations. Knight Brothers, all right? Sith, Trade Federation, Cad Bane's group, Death Watch, Shadow Collective, Crimson Dawn. He's played for a lot of teams. He really has. Been traded around the galaxy <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, he's, uh, man, He you just can't keep a mall down, can you? Uh, obviously, his, uh, his Wikipedia page is going to be full of his detailed Ooh, stories yeah. once you start getting into Clone Wars and uh, various comic books. And we did a mall episode of the main show, so you can go check that out where we walk through all the craziness of mall. Uh, but do we have a quote for him? Um, I was apprenticed to the most powerful being in the galaxy once. I was destined to become... So much more. Oh wow! Apologies to Whitwer, but yeah, that's a good. That's, one. that's yeah, that's, that's a good. A, that's, that's a good thesis statement. It's a from sad all. quote. Like that's definitely on the back cover of his autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> Ma, a life in two parts. It's just oh no, that's not right. Been watching HBO, the Elvis, the Searcher, uh, <laughs> which is really good rock doc there. But yeah, we get a mall doc. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's just uh, jump right to our feelings. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about Mall? Hey, like a lot of people, I love Maul, and like a lot of people, my appreciation of Maul has grown and changed and matured over the years. Uh, yeah, I'm right there with all you Phantom Menace fans. I was there in 1999 waiting in line to buy those figures. I still have the ones I purchased that night in the box on card, I should say. Uh, Maul's great. And then when he died, I was like, record scratch? What? <laughs> and I didn't appreciate it as much as I did. And yeah. then luckily the character... Uh, comes back and I didn't think that would work and it does and and as the character and the tragedy of the character has kind of rolled out I'm always going to be intrigued by Maul yeah yeah I love uh where what became of the character that he is the uh, databank uh says this mixture of menacing ferocity but also a scheming mastermind and represented kind of both sides 
of the Sith. And I'll always be grateful that he did get cut in half in Phantom Menace, as much of a shock as it was, because there was that cool action figure where he had a, a magnet keeping That's him right. together and you could pull him apart. And it was one of the happier days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I opened that one, got it out of the package to play pull Maul apart. As it should. As it should. <laughs> yeah. So I, I love Maul. There's, uh, there's no more really for me to say about it because I've said it on other podcasts. He's great. Mm-hmm. Let's fight. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. So as always, we get to decide the where and the when. Now, these characters are both alive at the same time a lot. Yeah. Mm. I'm tempted to go... Right in that sweet spot, right, uh, right before the, both of their ends, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. There, there is room for them to have interacted. There is. There's lots of room for them to have interacted in, in between Sith and A New Hope. Uh, totally. Because so, so we know he was uh, trapped, right, on Malachor for a while. For a but while. Then he's out and about he's in the galaxy. He goes to Dathomir, but mm-hmm. he could he could go on a little field trip. I'm trying to think of the timelines line up for him to yeah, encounter yeah. Uh, Saw before he passes, Saw, before Saul Maul passes. Saul shows up in season three of Rebels and then again in season four, correct? Yeah, yeah. 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 So they're tooling around the galaxy at the same time. So I, I definitely want to, I, I, you and I are both struggling to get the right time yeah. frame so you don't get nice uh, handwritten letters from people telling us we got it wrong. Um, but I know within that Rebels time frame, yeah. I want them to clash. Okay, let's do it. Let's do okay. it. All right. So Maul's generally in the headspace of like, he's messing with Ezra. He's trying yep. to find Kenobi so he can finally just get some revenge. Whatever he had going with Crimson Dawn, he doesn't have it going anymore. Uh, but maybe maybe he knew Saw Gerrera back in the day because I think... Uh. Saw would not have been above doing business with Crimson Dawn if he thought it would hurt the Empire. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if, look, if Emphis Nest is fighting Crimson Dawn and, and she's selling things to Saw, yeah. and Saw, Saw's around that world. So uh, I like this idea that this is Maul has learned that Obi-Wan is alive, which we know we see. Yeah. He's alive, he's alive. And he starts his own little detective project. Yeah. And it leads him to someone he knows as a former associate. Because Obi-Wan was there training Saw on Onderon. Yeah. Years and years ago. He thinks, yeah, maybe maybe if uh, Kenobi is alive, maybe he's not just hiding. Maybe he's part of this rebellion that uh, Ezra and Kanan have going. And It would make sense, right? Yeah, and, and he knows that Saw is up in that. Yes. So yes. do you think he finds out 
tracks down, just uh, tortures some various people. Another poor Tognath. <laughs> Three tubes. Three tubes. <laughs> Who had extra protection. Didn't save <laughs> Didn't him. Work. Didn't work. Uh, tortured by Maul yeah. to give up Saw's location on Jeddah. Mm. Do you want to go to Jeddah? Mm-hmm. I was just going to think. I was thinking, yep, the wilds of Jeddah. The wilds of Jeddah. Why not, right? Yeah. Yeah, it would make some sense. So um, I think Saw, we, we d- at this point again, so his health I think is a little bit better. And I think he still is uh, able to, at this point, to I mean, travel Travel is possible. Yeah. So I think maybe he and his, his team are going through Jetta, getting supplies, stocking up, get some fruit, get some salted pork. We'll take it back. We're going to go back to the, 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 the Saw Guerrero camp compound and have a barbecue. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and this is pretty... Uh, uh, Saw's shown a lot of spine because it's dangerous to show his face. Yeah. But Saw can't stop himself. He, there's a question of maybe he is even enjoying the violence. And he, he tells his mm-hmm. lieutenants that they're just getting supplies. But while they're in town, Saw, Saw shoots a stormtrooper or two. And right. I think they're beating a hasty retweet. Re- not a retweet. <laughs> 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 that, you, you know, you, they spread the message of rebellion any way they can. I cannot like Saw's tweets anymore. <laughs> the hollow Twitter. They have hollow Twitter for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he retweets that he just killed some stormtroopers for uh, just propaganda purposes, and then retreats. (laughs) And I think they're just getting outside of the city when Mm. they see something strange. Yeah, they see a a Sith speeder. Ooh. Zooming up. And saw kind of, he doesn't know exactly what it is. He's not Force-sensitive, but he's been around the galaxy enough and used to hang out with some Jedis. He knows something's not right. Yeah, yeah. So I think he says, Blasters! Take out your blasters. And this is kind of uh, redundant, because I think everybody probably had them out anyway. Everyone's like, eh, you know, that's what uh, we have to do. But I think Saw goes a little closer to investigate. Mm-hmm. Just as he touches the speeder, puts his hand on it, it rockets forward. Oh, yeah. And uh, Saw grabs it. It drags him through the sand a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. but he he's he's a fighter. He yeah. rolls up, he gets ready, he trains his blaster uh, behind him, right. and I think behind him what he sees is just a crimson blade oh. dancing through his lieutenants, <laughs> hacking them to bits, right? Yeah, uh, luckily, Benthic and Nedrio two tubes were on break. Yep. Uh, they were uh, back home. Beezer, Fortuna, not there. <laughs> a lot of your favorites. They're all feeding the Borgallon. Yeah, there, a, lot of the, a lot of your favorites aren't here. He took the B team in, and Maul is slicing down the partisans. Yeah. He's parting out the partisans. He's, he's <laughs> putting them into parts, the partisans. Parting the partisans. <laughs> yeah. Just enough for uh, Saw to understand what is happening. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think Saw... Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. Like, no. No. Uh, and I think he says, uh, yells out, like, I know what you are. Yep. I don't know what you want. But you won't get it. It's <laughs> <laughs> starting to sound like Abe Simpson. <laughs> local local resistance fighter yells at clouds. Um, I think he does it. I got a, an idea of yeah. a cool maneuver he does. Okay, you, t- yeah, yeah. you tell me if you think it works. No, no, I'm on board. I think he uh, he's watching Maul finish off his lieutenants. I think he pulls out an explosive, okay, attaches it to the Sith speeder, and launches the Sith speeder back at Maul. All right, trying to caught, catch him in a massive explosion. So he flips off at the back there, and then I think um, as he watches Maul finally 
you know, the last hack is yeah. hacked. And yeah. then he, and then there goes Sneezer Fortuna. Sneezer Fortuna <laughs> is dead. And, uh, one he, final sneeze. He looks R. up. <laughs> he looks up. And this is why Bib Fortuna would never sneeze. Um, he looks up and he sees his own cis speeder racing at him. And Maul's very agile. He oh, knows yeah. what's going on. But he stops the speeder, like with the force. Yeah. And then I think he pushes it back towards Saw with the detonator still going. And I think the, the, Saw is faster than him. Yes. And I think he says, can't fool me. And I think he he's a good shot. He dead eye shoots <laughs> yes. the explosion, uh, the explosive he put, and the the Sith speeder explodes still closer to Maul. So Maul has to like jump and flip and dart his way out. You know, he is still agile, but he's also getting older. He's been in hiding. Sorry, I love can't fool me. <laughs> I'm sure he'll say it again. Uh in you know, Maul's getting a little older too, right? Yeah, he is. So you, you can hear those servos whining in his legs, right? Yeah, that's actually one of the underrated things that you forget is is much like Alec Guinness, Maul's been around a bit too, and <laughs> yeah. he's a little older. Yeah, but he jumps out of the way. Now, what do you, do you think Maul just attacks back, or do you think he tries to subdue Saw so he can talk to him? He wants to talk to Saw. This is the whole right. purpose. Yeah. Maul... Maul so Maul, um, I think he, where's he at again? Maul, Maul, so. So, so Maul's kind of jumped out of the way. Maybe he yeah. even, I want to think like even a bit of shrapnel got him like in his shoulder. Oh and, yeah. And he's bleeding a little bit. So he's pissed, which well, is easy for him because he's, you know. Get pissed rich. Anger. Yeah. Uh, I think he does, and, and Maul can never just like walk over. He does like one of those little flips he does in Phantom Menace, like the sideways, kind of like almost like a ballet move. And he, yeah. flip, flip, and he gets over to Saw. And I think he uses the force and thunk, throws the blaster aside. Oh, he and just pulls it out of his hand. Just thunk, like like Vader in the Rogue One hallway. Um, and then he he grabs Saw by the by the armor. Oh, he just he does he he pulls him over yeah, and grabs cause, him because Maul because of of Whitworth's excellent voice. Now Maul has become like a close talker. He's like a Lord of the Rings. What does your heart tell you? <laughs> he could never be like, hey, what's up? Yeah, be like I'm here to ask you a question about your friend Obi Wan Kenobi. Kenobi, I don't know anything about Kenobi. <laughs> that sounded more like Maul. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen him in twenty years. Uh, and I, I think Maul doesn't believe this, right? Absolutely doesn't believe this. No. He just says, he's alive. He is alive. I know he's alive. So you have to know it as well because he's part of your pitiful rebellion. I feel it. I sense that he's part of what's going on, this foolish hope in the galaxy. Uh, and I think Saw has been taking advantage of Maul's intensity. Right. And I think uh, Saw has been slowly reaching down and pulling a small blaster Mm-hmm. From uh, his his back, uh, okay, uh, that he's got tucked back there under his armor. I like that. And I think he tries to shoot Maul in the leg as they're talking. It does, and he he hits him. But much like when uh, Rose Tico hits Phasma, it ricochets off and hits Sneezer Fortuna as he's <laughs> just about ready to get it. He's like. 
I'm still alive. But you <laughs> gone, gone. R.I.P. Sneezer. Um, and this now Maul's like. Now he's just ang- now the anger's starting to rise. He still knows them, but Kenobi's the goal. Yeah. And Jeddah's a holy land. Maul can feel it. Yeah. It's bugging him, right? It's bugging him. Yeah. It's far away in the temple. Baze Malbus is like, Sherrod, sure why are you why are you why are you having such a problem? Why are you itchy? <laughs> I can sense something's wrong. <laughs> yes. They're hearts of Kyber. <laughs> they star the stars have hearts. It's it's hard to explain. It's a weird. It's a weird process. Something's they have, here. Uh, big stars have hard hearts <laughs> in their kyber. Anyway, I'm going to get this down. Yes, Bays. I'll get this down. I'll get it to a shortened version. <laughs> They're workshopping that far away, mm. but Malkin, yes, he can sense the goodness in its yeah. bothering him, yeah. and I think he brings his blade uh, to uh, uh, just chops that blaster in half. Right, right, with a flick of his wrist, brings the blade sizzling in its anger to uh, Saw's face. Yes. Right to Saw's face. Mm-hmm. And and what do you think Maul says? Uh, he says, uh, you are lying to me and you are trying to defend the galaxy and those you love, but I will destroy all that you love. Tell me where Kenobi is. And as he does this, he moves the lightsaber a little closer and actually mm-hmm. starts to singe Saw's chest, like oh, in the armor. He's, oh, he's he's cooking, cooking yeah. the armor. Oh, yes. and it's getting it's getting hot in there, and Saw is yeah. starting to sweat. Save the armor, move the blade. <laughs> <laughs> but but Maul does not listen to this. In that, uh, it, Saw knows Saw knows that Maul is not going to listen to this. Yeah, and more than anything, he knows that even though Maul isn't directly working for the Empire now, that he is a part of the plague mm-hmm. that <laughs> gave rise to the Empire. He's not all into that Force stuff, but he knows he right. knows it's Sith behind this. Yeah, he's worldly enough to know. He's heard rumors. Uh, so he's yelling at Maul to distract him mm-hmm. while he is delicately hitting a button embedded on the inside of his armor. He has right. to kind of stick his fingers underneath and hits a button. This button emits a strange pitched frequency mm. that only Borgullet can hear. <laughs> and back at the base, <laughs> two tubes and Beezer are taking yeah. care of Borgullet and suddenly Borgullet's like, <laughs> and just starts... Slurping, slurping, and hustling its way out, just like a good day's march. But no, people don't know that the the boars they're faster than you think. <laughs> yeah, the boar gullets, yeah, can, they can move. So I think basically what Saw is thinking at this point is if he can live long enough, the boar gullet can either help him or prove to Maul that he saw knows nothing about Kenobi. One of those two things will happen. Excellent. Excellent call. Does Saw say, um, just wait here for a minute? <laughs> I think he just is yelling random things that maybe sound titillating. He's kind of a loony pants in that way. Yeah, he's like, Kenobi, I remember he didn't want to train us, but he did. And of course, that means that Kenobi will always be conflicted. So clearly, that means his location is conflicted. Wherever he is, he is feeling Confliction, and I, you think he's just going on, on and on, on like on, on. this, just in a circle. It's starting to just do, sound do you, like do you, a student who's writing a paper, <laughs> and it's not as long as it needs to be. Do you do you think it's doing the uh, like we do like a cross dissolve fade into like 
ETA 30 minutes later. He's like, and then I told Mon Mothma that the rockets are necessary and our dress was not uh, <laughs> conducive to battle. Yeah, and I think Maul, strangely, strangely, as a Sith, is a, a practitioner of anger, has had to learn patience. And this is trying his patience. Every last his fiber. His mind is fraying. He's trying to be a scheming mastermind. Yeah. But the ferocious rage is building, right? And I think I think that Saw builds to a just apex of bullshit mm-hmm. that Maul cannot abide. Right. I think he's getting down to, if I recall, Kenobi was 1.675-ish meters. That was his height. I believe... Records claim he was from the planet Stu John. So if you add that information up, you will know that he probably still has a beard. And <laughs> Maul cannot take it anymore. And I think Maul lashes out. Mm-hmm. I think he uh, screams, Garrera! And I think uh, he just throws him straight into the air. Yes, like I, real high. I, yeah, no, I was going to say we went to the same spot. I thought he was going to almost snoke him, where he was going to like <laughs> hold him up high in the sky. Well, tell me what you think. I think saws up in the sky. So, what happens next? I think he does this. I think Maul does. Uh, and by the way, in my mind, Borgullet is within eye range. Okay, and so Borgullet can see he, saw flying to the yeah, air. He's like the <laughs> what's the the character in uh, Office Space that's like guys, guys, we're getting fired. And he's like tra- <laughs> in attack, and he's chasing him. Uh, the one who makes the jump to conclusions, Matt. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> he's basically the Borgullet. Yeah. Basically the Borgullet. And I think uh, Maul like does he actually like. It's called the force trampling. Mm. Uh, and so he, he launches Saw high into the sky, maybe uh, 20 yards or so, and then launches them back down to about a foot off the ground and then back up. Oh, yeah. You know, there's ever been top of the stratosphere, that ride that launches you on top of the needle. Oh, yeah. And Saw's just going up <laughs> and down. <laughs> Please save my lunch. <laughs> so uh, Maul is torturing him, right? In his own way. This is altitude torture, um, multiple altitude torture technique here. And so he's flying him up, flying him up, and then finally he holds him upside down, much like Ray in Last Jedi, uh, in front of him. Yeah. And the, the blade comes out again, <laughs> and it's like singeing Saw's hair. Oh, yeah. Like what's left of it on the side. Yeah. Now, Saw is always prepared, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I think he's he's hanging there upside down, and I think he's pretends to be more uh more out of just breath mm. out of everything, more out of control than he, than he thought. Playing possum, yeah. And so it's like, please, 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 no, no more. Uh, I can't even lift my arms. Uh, and he sticks his foot out. Please, please. But then uh, he pulls his uh, battered pants up. Okay. And he's got a bunch of little vibro blades attached to his foot. To a cybernetic foot? Or or is his regular it's foot? His regular foot. Regular foot. Got it. I think the timeline works. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. sense where you're going. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Uh, I love it. He's got these vibro blades. Okay. And he hits yet another button and they launch. So like six vibro blades launch from his foot right at Darth Maul's face. Yes. Now how does Maul handle this? Maul, a lot of force concentration at, at play here. Maul uh, loses concentration, loses his hold on Guerrera, is able to duck out of the way of 
five out of the six blades. Ooh. But one blade cuts off a horn. Oh, no. Universal sign of, uh-oh, you did not just do that. <laughs> Boom, horn cuts off, it goes flying, and Maul is pissed. Yeah. Sith pissed. Sith pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think uh, Saw falls to the ground, that hold broken, the horn falls, and Maul says, I will reattach it, but you will not reattach this. <laughs> And as everyone who has been listening to this podcast has known the entire time, Maul cuts off Sagarera's right leg, right? It fall, it just, it flies through the air. Cartwheels in the air. How do you even do that by cutting a foot off? Yeah. You get some air, like Dooku's head. Why? Why? It gets air. It gets air. Like that Praetorian guard, the part of him that flew and lit the... (laughs) Burns the curtains down. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Yeah. So it's flying in the air. It flies so far in the air uh, that it lands on the approaching boar gullet. It hits the boar gullet in the head. (laughs) As if to say, hurry up, boar gullet. And boar gullet hears the cry of pain, right? Boar gullet sounds like a clown. Yeah. Can't save the foot. (laughs) The foot is gone. (laughs) And I think the, the boar gullet hurries up now, right? Yeah, again, faster than you'd think. Yeah, but still yeah. slow. Strangely, strangely bonded to yeah. Saw Gerrera, yeah. the Borg Gullet. Yeah. Uh, so now Saw's in bad shape. Maul's had enough. What, who do you think makes the next move? Is Saw even capable of it, or does Maul move next? Maul looks at the approaching Borg Gullet and knows what this is. He's been around the galaxy. Oh yeah, he's fought Rathars. He's, he's fought it all. Absolutely. He's fought a Borg Gullet before. <laughs> In a truth off. So um, <laughs> what he does is he says to, to Sagra, you will need to use your poor gullet as proof to me that you're telling the truth and I might let you live. So Saw signals, poor gullet, poor gullet here now. Now do me. <laughs> so the poor gullet does its Thing. It wraps itself yeah. suddenly around Saw's head as, right. uh, as Saw's cauterized wound trickles blood into oh, the yeah. sand of Jeddah. Right. Not fully cauterized, obviously. That's why it's trickling. Yeah. Uh, and I think as the Boar Gullet bonds with Saw Gerrera, mm-hmm. Maul, much like we first saw him back in Naboo, paces back and forth that blade out. Mm. Mm. Anger coursing inside him. He needs to mumbling. Kenobi, seething. My revenge. Kenobi, Palpatine, Melkor, Ezra. He's just, he's going down his list. Right. You know, angry. Uh, Pacing. Borgolet bonds with Sagarera. And I think Sagarera gives Borgolet the command to grab them all. Yes. And bring them into a three way bond. He does that. Boar, gullet, three-way. Three-way, Maul. Grab Maul. And I, do, I, what do One, you think happens? A tentacle reaches out, and it does. Maul is, and, and this is a lesson that Maul maybe never learned in life. He is very strong in the force, but he sometimes loses concentration. Lost and wrapped up in his own anger. And so as he paces there, he turns back around. Boar, gullet, sees the opportunity, reaches out, and just whoosh, 
like slaps, like three stooges slaps Maul right in the face, <laughs> stunning him, and then with the same tentacle, reaches around his neck and pulls him close. Maul actually drops the lightsaber. Oh, wow, yeah, and Borgol, like, pulls them both in? Yes. Like, I think their heads even clunk together as they get so close together, right? Like a coconut smash, um, boonk, and, uh, you know, if only Maul had heard the words of Obi-Wan, of God this with your life. Um... <laughs> The blades on the ground, and now they are face to face with the boar gullet wrapped around both their minds. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think, I think that uh, it, this is coming across now to to Maul. He's getting all of these images from Saw's tortured mind, mm. the horribly violent things that Saw has done, how conflicted <laughs> he is. Right, like even Maul's like children. You attacked an event with children. <laughs> I think Maul's like. Damn, 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 Saw Gerrera. Respect, but that's but cold stuff. Damn. What do you think uh, uh, Saw is getting from Maul? What's seeping into him? Uh, he is getting from he's getting from Maul just a long cavalcade of uh, criminal syndicate business meetings. <laughs> just a lot of anger, and he can't see the anger. The anger's just red. He's like, I see redness, anger, redness. A lot of meetings. Business meetings. With Crimson Dawn <laughs> and the Shadow Collective. That Kira is very insightful. I don't know who she is. I've heard of her. I've never met her. And he's just learning a lot about the state of the criminal underworld. Yeah. Stuff he already knew. Yeah. He, yeah. Knows, he knows Emphis. He knows what's going on. And this is happening over split seconds. And this is almost feeding Borgol. The connection is getting stronger. Mm-hmm. And Saw it realizes that he needs, he, he can't get out of this alive unless Maul is dead. There's no, no mm-hmm. dealing with him. So I think uh, Saw uh, manages to uh, grab uh, uh, a rock. Okay. He's, he's getting, uh, you know, in fact, actually, mm-hmm. there's just an old stick, like an old piece of construction. Buried oh, yeah. in the sand that he finds with his hand. Yeah, they were going to open up the Jedi Mini Mart outside of town. It didn't, yeah. it didn't take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a big Jedi statue mm-hmm. uh, that you, you know to christen the opening of yeah. <laughs> the superstore. Yeah, didn't and work. Just a, a piece of like uh, what we yeah. would call rebar. Yeah, shop local, shop local people. Yeah, uh, and he thinks of it as a stick, and he hmm. he thinks of what he tells Jin when Jin will go on to tell yeah. one fighter with a sharp stick can win the day. So he pulls out that stick, and I think he yes. starts whacking and stabbing at Maul. <laughs> and Maul's had enough of this. So Maul's like, die, Guerrera. And I think, this is crazy. Go mm. See if you, you go with me on this. Uh-huh. Maul reaches out to force choke Guerrera. Mm-hmm. Guerrera's throat begins to constrict. Yeah. But their connection through the Borgullet is so strong that Maul's throat begins to constrict as well. Oh, it's like like some applied kinesiology here. It's like a, yes, you know, he's they're like, so connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I like that this Maul one. is force choking himself <laughs> through the mind meld of the Borgullet. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I hope we see this in episode nine as a yeah. new force power. What do you think it sounds like as these two choke together? <laughs> Sneezer is still alive. <laughs> looks, looks up. Head plops like that. <laughs> so they're they're choking, connected. What I think this might be a good place to pause in our combat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and decide 
who we think should win. Uh, normally, you know, we don't we don't kill people who've no. before their time. And right. Both these characters, their time is coming real, real soon. Real soon around the corner. Right around the corner. Uh, yeah. Do you have a, a feeling of who would win, who should win, all that kind of great stuff? The real winner of this match is the Borg Gullet. Absolutely. We've got that down. Yeah. Um, I think, I honestly think uh, Saw at this point would win. Now, Maul... Straight fight. I mean, he's got the skills. It's almost no match. That's why Kira wanted to hide Han from him and all these things. So Maul might have it physically, but I think we are seeing the final decline of Maul. Okay. Mental decline of Maul. Oh, yeah. He's he's breaking. He's breaking. Indeed. Good way to put it. And I think that's what's happening here. I think Saw gets some sort of victory here. Okay. Maybe not a clean one. Maybe not a big... You know, hash in the wind column, hash mark in the wind column here, I think. Uh, but basically a victory. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I think in in a straight, unaltered combat, no Borgallet, Guerrera doesn't have, there are not enough tricks up his sleeve to defeat the mighty Maul, right? Right. But since this is almost Maul defeating himself because he's yes. really down to, uh, no pun intended, his last legs yeah. uh, of sanity, he just wants to have purpose, and the only purpose he has left is to find and kill Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. He's so desperate. It's almost like Maul beating himself. Yeah. Uh, so do you have a vision, then, of what happens next for Guerrera to win this combat enough to live to die another day? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Maul... The- he stopped choking them. They're both gasping on the ground. Both gasping. Right? They're still like still. on, like painfully connected through the Borgal. The yeah. Borgal causes a little bit of uh, ooh, insanity. Yeah, a little bit of twistedness. I think, I think Saw uh, gets up and hops. <laughs> forget he's lost a foot. <laughs> he crawls over to Maul. Maul's on the ground, and I think Maul's still gasping for. Her. And I think you know, Saw's a big guy. I think he. I think he just. Crawls on top of Maul, <laughs> pins him down. If this is a wrestling match, you get the three count here. Okay, um, he's got that armor. He's got the armor, big heavy armor. Big Ed and Maul's being crushed. So Ed. he just he rolls. Is he still attached to the Borgullet? I think the Borgullet is kind of stopped. I think like the Borgullet once, once the force choke went through, yeah. like maybe it choked the Borgullet a little bit too. And the, yeah. the Borgullet's like back uh, choking backlash there, back back flow. Um, yeah, so. And I think, but Saw is winning. It's it's like a verbal finish. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> "You are not powerful. Your search for Kenobi will lead to your doom." Okay, yeah. A and lot I, of it's hard truths for Maul to face. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, Saw has rolled on top of him, like you said. I think he's still got that stick. Mm-hmm. And he's just battering, battering, battering. So it's verbally and physically, right? A little physical, yeah, you're right. A little kind of whacking him at the the ribs and mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the legs. Maybe he even hits a gear in one of the legs that sparks. Yeah, <laughs> and actually a little like little piece, little servo, a little coil goes flying out. Just as uh, Sneezer Fortuna lifts his head up and then <laughs> boom, right in the eye. Right in the eye. Sneezer falls. Boom. Sneezer for the last time? Yeah, perhaps. we don't know. We don't know. He's a fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh and yeah, so so Maul is being pummeled, yeah, uh, with this, uh, and Maul I think summons the strength and is like, "Enough! I see you don't know where Kenobi is. You are nothing but a useless piece of idealistic meat." 
and he force pushes Saw up off of him. Yeah, okay. Right? <laughs> but Maul's panting. He's force choked himself. And uh, that, was, uh, that was all the strength he had. Right. And he's, he's trying to gather his strength. Uh, and he, he struggles to his feet. One of his legs is a little damaged. Going, yeah. uh, and he calls his lightsaber to himself. And then he hears a noise. In mm. Maul, in his anger, yeah. in his rage, forgot. He just threw Saw up in the air. And what goes up comes down. <laughs> <laughs> and I think all that weight, all that armor... All those drops of blood smash them all into the sand, right? Oh, yeah. If this was a Bugs Bunny cartoon, (laughs) Maul would be at least uh, up to his waist in in, In in the dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think Maul is knocked out. Knocked out cold. Knocked unconscious, right? Yep, yep. Uh, And I think Saw realized, this was very lucky. (laughs) Must escape with my life and yours, poor God. And I think he struggles, uh, mm-hmm. and he looks behind himself, yeah, and realizes, mm, I need something to build a new foot with. <laughs> and he he grabs up yeah. some of the uh, exploded parts of that uh, Sith oh. speeder. Oh, yes, right. Puts him in a little satchel. Puts him in a little satchel, and then I think he jumps on Borgal's back. Yes, it's like. <laughs> Take me, take me home, Bacallit. Keep the leg alive. <laughs> and I think the boar gullet moves again faster than you'd think. A lot faster. Slowly, just like an octopus escaping off a boat in a YouTube video. Yeah. Just starts getting out of there. There's a smear and a smell left in the wake, <laughs> right? Smear and a smell. A boar gullet Star Wars story. <laughs> um... Yeah. Eddie rides into the sunset. He rides into the sunset, soon to lose, yeah. lose it all. His lungs extra damaged by that force choke, right? I mean, they're already damaged, but now they're... I'm going to need to upgrade the armor lung. Uh, and, uh, right off into the sunset, right? Yes. 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 Our combat is over. Yeah. And it may look like that's the final scene. Mm-hmm. But then something happens. Maul rises, right? Right. Stands, stands up, leg damaged, horn broken. Says the leg. Yeah. Yeah. What happens with Maul in this moment? Um, what happens with Maul is he activates his uh, little wrist thing. And the, uh, like a really beat up version of the uh, scimitar, the the, uh, Sith infiltrator. Oh, Nice comes riding over but it's like a bad version like a crappy version I, he made to yeah i don't hear it it's not even his original one he bought it at like a used lot <laughs> oh i used to have one of these he retrofitted so it that yeah was, that was more saw but <laughs> i used to have one of these <laughs> um and it comes flying over but he thinks to himself he's like can I, should i go into town i don't know i should i go into jetta city uh, i'm not feeling good <laughs> yeah uh and that's when he turns and looks and high above Jetta City, because they're on the outside of Jetta City, he sees two shapes, two, <gasps> two figures up there. And he looks up. He doesn't know who they are. But he senses that the Force is not strong with him, but the Force is aware of them and friendly with them. He wants nothing of this fight today. He's had enough. 
he crawls onto the uh, bargain basement Sith infiltrator and leaves the planet. The Sith speeder, I think, uh, begins to ascend, right? Yep. His soul is still filled with hate. Filled, Filled with shame that he was beat. He's stronger than this. He's more powerful than this. He deserved to be the apprentice. He deserved to take the master. He deserved the galaxy. Mm. Mm. As he's just about leaving the atmosphere, through his heightened senses, he hears a a distant... He hears a sneeze, and he realizes there's still a victim who can feel his wrath. (laughs) He takes a loose part of his leg, and from all the way up there, much farther than the eye can see, way in the atmosphere, he just throws that tiny gear from his leg... Whistles all the way down. And if you drop a penny on the top of the Empire State Building, <laughs> it will bury itself in Sneezer Fortuna's head, Ugh, killing him once and for all. We've had a death here today. <laughs> We've had a death. Yes. Sneezer Fortuna truly is dead. And Maul flies off. And it's like, I. I must find my answers elsewhere. <laughs> Indeed. A good answer uh, or, or ending to any databank brawl. Yeah. Find your answers elsewhere because this is mostly bizarre fun. That was very fun. Yes. Maybe we learned a lot. We uh, learned a lot. In particular, that uh, strangely, Sakurera and uh, Maul's voices can kind of blend together. Kind of, if you're uh, not careful. Yeah. you got. It's a lot of responsibility. This is what, hey, Ken, why don't you get into voiceovers? Let me show you examples why, why I shouldn't. Nah, you're great. You're great. Uh, all right. So, Ken, yeah. where can people find you in your uh, great vocal impressions of Star Wars weirdos across the galaxy? Yes. Follow me. Save the Twitter. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at KenDabSuck. That includes YouTube. All right. Check me out over there and Instagram as well. Retweet the podcast. You cannot like, <laughs> but you can retweet. <laughs> Uh, we always uh, want to thank people for leaving all those great ratings and reviews. Thank you so much uh, for getting us to this new goal. We'll let it rest for a little while, and then we'll get back to having a new goal of doing another episode with major characters like this. We also like to thank Tony Thaxton for our theme music. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash soundtrack. You can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash forcecenter. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Joseph Scrimshaw. And check out all my albums, podcasts, and shows on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Is at Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, while well, no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.